0: Hello, I'm Ona Merku and welcome to Reimagining Capital Projects, a podcast series that explores the impact of innovation and evolving technologies within capital projects, infrastructure, and real assets. So far in this podcast, we've debated the benefits of many different emerging technologies. And today we will look at the challenges around their implementation. I'm delighted to say I'm joined by two new guests, Barney Middleton, a director in PwC Consulting, who has been leading work around asset management and technology implementation within the energy and utility sectors for the past 20 years. And Renato Zandro from SAP, who's dialing in from Germany, who is responsible for the definition, strategy, and rollout of SAP's Enterprise, Portfolio, and Project Management solution. Welcome to you both. So Renato, what are the common challenges that are seen when new or existing technologies are adapted for the project environment?
1: oh yes a very common situation that we see with uh, many asset intensive uh, companies is that uh, project management uh, is often decoupled from the enterprise processes uh, such as uh, finance or procurement or even uh, human resources and uh, that leads actually then to the issue that uh, you don't get actually uh, immediate view into your project from a financial perspective uh, or from an um, capacity uh, point of view. Uh, the project schedule is usually not in sync with actually your project controlling uh, side. That leads also to the uh, situation where budget overruns are actually identified or spotted very late in the process. Um, project when you actually prepare project reporting uh the data that is retrieved then from the system is often outdated and it's inaccurate you know
0: so so ronaldo what it sounds like to me you're saying is that um the the relationship between contractors and and suppliers can be very time consuming um barry do you agree with this
2: yeah i do yeah yeah I, i i agree with the um, gaps that Renato described, uh, that we're seeing in organizations. I-, I would build on that by also saying that if you look more broadly across um, our typical clients and organizations, they're still working in a very functional uh, way, functional silos. So the strategy and planning of capital projects, the delivery, and then the operation and maintenance. And often the technology has been specified in those functions and implemented those functions. So the there is no common uh, process and data backbone that, that flows through that whole asset life cycle and, and there's a significant amount of benefit to be had in this space. We're seeing clients work on integration of uh, project control systems, GIS, um, and their enterprise resource planning system. Uh, They're they're looking at pilots to improve the efficiency of the maintenance systems and processes. But these are typically pilots, and they're really struggling to scale those those projects up to uh, the operating model.
0: So that's interesting, Barry. So coming at it from a capital project delivery versus an asset management um, delivery perspective, um Renato, I'm keen to understand uh, what are the different technology requirements you would consider when looking at the projects from those two perspectives.
1: Yeah, for me, I think you know the biggest difference between uh, capital projects and maintenance projects is actually that capital projects have a very strong focus on the strategic planning uh, side of of these projects, and uh, you need to understand actually the demand from the business and match that against the available financial resources and capacities. Um, So uh, project organizations uh, have to deal actually with a much more sophisticated process uh, for uh, the decision gates in capital projects. Um, So the decision process is much more complex for new construction projects compared actually to the maintenance projects.
0: So so Renato when you're saying the point around the complexity I think you're probably referring to um, the challenges and requirements. Um, Is that something you see Barry around picking up projects being more requirements driven more so than anything else?
2: Yeah certainly um, a capital projects would have more of a strategic need in the business. Um, So for my oil and gas clients it would be uh, production uh, availability improvements in the water sector it would be driven by customer requirements and what's been agreed with the regulator. Um, so they're, they're typically larger, more complex, um, and and therefore the the processes and the systems that sit behind the the, the management of the, of those projects is typically um, less m- mature in my experience. Although organisations have come a long way as as Renato has been talking about around project controls. Maintenance tends to be more uh, transactional, larger number of projects, still some complexity around the la- labor and skill requirements, some complexity around materials that are required. Um, and that has had some systemization in the work management systems um that our clients use um so traditionally their SAP ECC 6 um, stack so for example uh, we're currently working with one of the major oil and gas um companies and SAP uh, developing an end to end working model using SAP's intelligent asset management suite to show that maintenance process optimized right from uh, sensor data coming through uh through to Uh, better and easier planning of maintenance activities Um, and that's really starting to drive debate and thinking within the organization about how they'll start to use these new cloud technologies.
0: So Renato, Barry picks up on some of the sort of outputs of a technology solution and I'm keen to understand from your perspective um, how you measure or how would you realize the full benefits of that solution when you implement it?
1: I think you know, with the right technical platform in place, you can achieve um, a project management which is much more integrated into enterprise uh, processes, such as uh, your financial process or your procurement process, uh, which then actually leads uh, or puts you in the situation where you can monitor you know, the performance of your project uh, in real time. An example, uh, if you have a project team that is actually uh, working on a project, and this team is able to, uh, you know, record a time on the project uh, immediately. Uh, then uh, this will automatically be translated into uh, the actual cost. So, th- and then actually, in uh, when you monitor the project, you can immediately see how much effort was spent on the project and what are the costs of this uh, project. So this is done actually in, in real time. It also, you know, uh, by providing access uh, to project information to involved to all involved parties, like you know, also your decision, uh, your, your um, senior management and your decision team, actually you can uh, enhance or you can enable them to review uh, the current status of the project uh, whenever they actually need a, the the information, and then they can use their latest information to do their decisions um, of related to the project.
0: Yeah, picking up on that point, Renato, I, I think it's really interesting around the um, project information being available to everybody. To me, that's a core need of any project going forward, but Barry, surely that information needs to be defined from the outset as to the form it takes and what the requirements are around it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and. Um, I, I mentioned those functional silos that exist in organisations. We need uh, a bigger drive coming from the operations and maintenance community in terms of sponsoring those projects, defining the customer requirements, um, and and then there for me, there's a key kind of moment, what I call the the moment that matters, which is the handover of the information that's come from that capital project, be it the controls, be it the asset data, a lot of the. Support information back into the operation and maintenance uh, teams and communities because that's key in terms of driving benefit in, in, in the future as that asset is maintained. Another point on benefit I'd like to raise is that increasingly the source of benefit might be in a different place. This will be back office benefit, but the move uh, of these technologies into the cloud is giving a significant back office benefit into the IT organization and so on. So what we've described here is, is quite a, um, a spectrum of benefits that can be delivered through that backbone of process and, and systems through the organization.
0: I like to pick up on that point you say, that the moment that matters. To me, that's a real human moment where human, um, the human nature of the people involved in the project and technology meet and that's the link between the project delivery and asset managers. How can we make that more effective and more collaborative? Well, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. There is a,
2: um, a, a real human element to that. You know, we talked a lot about technology, but at the end of the day, it comes down to the people and, and, and how they behave. The, the drive to improve collaboration has got to come from leadership um there are methodologies and tools that you can use in order to bring together integrated project teams um improve the, that sponsorship coming from the operations and maintenance community that i mentioned um you can use more visual management day-to-day routines where um or All the interested parties are um, are discussing and agreeing on performance and requirements and and issues and challenges. So there there are tools and methods out there. Um, uh, Again, just not to not solely to talk about technology, but it but the integration of systems, whether they be GIS, enterprise resource planning systems. Um, and work management systems all coming together you know supplies the data to improve that
0: collaboration. So Renato picking up on Barry's point around um, different systems are are there any other supporting technologies that you feel will be more relevant going forward and that we're we're just beginning to see in the early days uh, so to speak in industry at the moment? Yeah
1: I think you know there are some uh, very interesting actually development which I think will help uh, the project managers to uh, better organize uh, their um uh, their day and uh, uh, you know daily routines for example if you think of applying machine learning technologies you know to predict actually the cost and the schedule of projects based on the uh, outcomes of pa- projects from the past that will actually certainly help the project managers to, uh, you know, better uh, do cost prediction and to actually uh, be able to um, uh, uh, comply to uh, the, the the budgets that they actually um, um, that they get assigned to the to the projects. So, uh, another aspect is, I think, very important is that we uh, can um, or we should. Visualize project data in a more uh, uh, in 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 uh, in three D building models, so that uh, actually helps the uh, users and uh, the, the the participants in the projects to better understand actually uh, the project data and uh, also to visualize you know where you have uh, issues in the projects, not only in the project plan, but w- you visualize that actually in the three D module itself.
0: I'm glad you mentioned the, the 3D visualization or digital twin. Um, Renato, that's something we've covered in this podcast before along. Aside IoT, um, Barry, are these things you're kind of, you mentioned a couple of times, are these things you feel are going to be more prevalent going forward?
2: Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's a really exciting time. I, I think we've had a, a lot of hype for the last few years in this space, but what I'm really excited about is seeing some of these, um, technologies come through and, and the practical application, um, of those. So starting to see organizations use, um, the, both visual, um, uh, digital twin um, in terms of, you know, um, multi dimensional models of the assets. We're starting to see, um, IOT and work management solutions coming together. And I mentioned, um, working models that we've developed with SAP around, uh, around their intelligent asset management suite. We're starting to see organizations use drones more heavily. Um, in terms of uh, asset monitoring uh, surveys and all the data that's coming back from that and feeding that into the gis system so there's all sorts of developments uh, really exciting i think i'd come back to one of my earlier points though which is that what i'm seeing is clients are successful at piloting these and and trialing them um, but what they're really struggling with is the scale up to service the, the, the whole of their organization, the full operating model there, you know, for our utility client clients, the x thousand capital projects that that they run or the you know multitude of um, pipes and tr- uh, treatment sites and so on that, that they run that's really where our clients are, sh- are
0: struggling with it's it's that point about scale up so Barry with that you raise a really interesting question what should the industry be doing now to address their current challenges and prepare for that future prepare for that scale-up opportunity that exists
2: so I think the point about piloting is a really important one. I think that is a uh, that is a good strategy and a successful one. Um, you learn about the benefits, the value case that are coming from those technologies, um, but but that can only really ever be bottom up. And, and I think it's time that clients need to think about top down. Um, how are they going to um, restructure the asset lifecycle? Put that backbone of, of process, um, and systems and technology to, to drive the sorts of benefits that we've talked about in place. And, and that takes, um, that takes leadership from the top. Um, and it's going to take a, a, a top down and strategic drive, um, to, to really get all the benefits that are going to be in, available in, in the asset life cycle, which we know in our sector, um, in the energy utility sector
0: it, it is um, absolutely enormous. Renato, um, do you agree with Barry?
2: Yeah, I think uh,
1: that's in essence also actually how I would uh, prioritize today. You know, um, the, the topics. Uh, I would even you know emphasize that uh, companies should start you know their transformation of digitizing project information and integrating actually this project information with their uh, enterprise processes. That's I think a very key point. And in addition to that, um, they should uh, try to uh, apply actually cloud solutions uh, that will help them to extend their uh, current, you know, uh, traditional um, system environment uh, to enhance them with uh, or to enhance this environment actually with collaboration processes that they can use actually uh, to uh, facilitate collaboration between contractors and project owners. Uh, Also, uh, um, actually, a topic that uh, where a project management organization should look into is actually also how they can actually leverage um, uh, modern in-memory technology to better handle actually large amount of project information, which is actually the case in in this type of, uh, you know, uh, construction and and uh, uh, maintenance projects and actually how to apply you know all these new um, um, technologies like machine learning to better uh, help them organize the um, the daily work uh, of a project
0: manager yeah thanks Renato and i think um both you and barry have raised some really interesting points today and, and i think that's probably a good place i need to leave today's discussion um, so my thanks to you both for taking part in the podcast today and, and for your insight and uh, thank you all at home for listening. Um, we've covered a lot of different topics from IoT to digital twin to data analytics today and we have existing podcasts and all of these topics available on our website, pwc.co.uk forward slash podcast. Um, please subscribe to the, to the series to get all our latest episodes and don't forget to rate and review. All our past content is available online too, as I said, so please check it out if you haven't done so already. So until next time, thank you all for listening.